0: This is No, But, For Real. No, But, For Real. Tell me What's up, everybody? I'm Dave. Tell me what's yeah, the deal. And welcome to no, your real. favorite Tell podcast, me how no, but... <laughs> no, But, For Real. Tell me what's Ooh, the deal. Okay. No, but For Real. Tell me what's the deal. No, For Real. We no.
1: back. We back.
0: Listen. me how. Full transparency. Yeah. yeah, we just started over. <laughs> We're starting it from square real. one. We got about 20 minutes into this episode, uh, and I'm sitting down in the real. <laughs> real.
1: <laughs> I was wondering he got a little quiet while I was. While I, I was said, Nah, for real. Don't see the record
0: light on for the audio, <laughs> and then it hit now me. Stupid, I I did there. not. That's some stuff I would do. <laughs> I didn't. See, now I'm self-conscious because I like I need to get up now and check to see, like, okay, that camera is going. I need to check to see if this camera is going. Because if not, show. oh, Jesus, help me, Holy Ghost.
1: Oh, my goodness. Give me two seconds. Yeah. So sorry. Yes, two seconds. Go ahead. Do all, your, do all your checks. What was we talking about at first? Everything good? I forgot. That quick. I'm not that great.
0: All right. So, this is, yeah, the audio, I didn't hear record because I'm a genius. Anyway, um, yeah, you are. welcome to No But For Real, Well, we make mistakes sometimes,
1: <laughs> and
0: we, we got to start over. Well, um, I'm, sure th- I'm sure this would not be the last time. <laughs> um, <laughs> anywho, we are back. We were away for a little while, Um, had some family stuff going on that i need to take care of grandfather passed away um it's so funny that i'm retelling this story yeah um
1: but we going to do this
0: but grandfather passed away um and so had to be there for the family uh for my grandmother um my mom the whole family so um sad time but we made it a joyous time as well um just being around family we laughed a lot um the kids had a good time And, um, yeah, it was a beautiful funeral. Um, What's great, though, is the strength of my grandmother is nuts. She's 81. And this woman is, like, carrying suitcases and stuff. Oh, I
1: know that's right. I plan to be 81.
0: Like, insane. The woman can eat whatever she wants and still is about as skinny as can be. Oh, and right. it's just like, but she eats healthy. Yeah, However, she mom. can eat whatever she wants at 81. So Mimi is dope. <laughs> that's what we call it. We call her Mimi. Um, that's so cute. And so, um, but yeah, that's my girl. My my role was to just protect her, be there for her. A lot of people who wanted to talk to her, I was like, mm-hmm. no. Um, not right now. <laughs> um but it was beautiful to see how she r- she buried her best friend, yeah, and um, just seeing her in this vulnerable state and being open and honest about where she is. My my grandmother's one of the realest people. Like she'll be like, "No, how you feeling? I'm sad. I don't want to be going through this. I want to be over.
1: Right.
0: Um, one of those things. But flip side of that is we we laughed a lot even at the funeral, like cracking jokes left and right, people's outfits, what they was doing, why they was doing stuff a certain way.
1: Oh, that would be, be the outfits for sure.
0: Oh, man, when I tell you some people. these some people. be treating
1: funerals like it's a fashion show.
0: Or like they just didn't Rolled know what to wear that day. <laughs> like you put in no effort color scheme all off oh my god it's just all the way the people things. dress
1: period these days that's a whole nother podcast it that's a whole nother yeah, episode
0: because help us lord please. um but yeah it was a good time um how you been what you been, I been doing
1: good. i made great just living my life that's all i can say you did a little bit working traveling. and working i had a um i had a nice little getaway with my friends we uh Drinking pretty drink much and partied drink. the entire party, weekend. Party, party. I was escaping. I don't know what I was escaping. That's another episode as well. But it's cool. Um, you do not need to do that. But yeah, I uh, I had a good time. I met some new people. Um, I I'm about shoot. to fight
0: you because whatever this is.
1: What what's wrong with this?
0: <laughs> this little string. You, you know got? when people give speeches and
1: stuff, they be having stuff to play with it with their. Head. No, okay, that was from a movie. I don't know what movie that was from. It was but probably. It, it was, had probably, had it was probably. All okay. right. Um. <laughs> What was I about to say, see you messing me up. Oh yeah, I just met some new people, some really good people, some good social, uh, social media people. That's you know, yeah. um, I'm supposed to be hopefully linking up with um, one of them to kind of help build my social media. Um, possibly starting a YouTube channel, like kind of the same things that I do with Instagram. Probably try to do it with YouTube as well. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, But she made it seem like it's so easy, so simple. She's only been doing it for two years. She's making really good money from it. Um, She uh, was really interested in me and the podcast and all of that. So we should have gotten some few subscribers. Um, Shout out to my friend, Char, who actually made that happen because it made sense for me to talk about the podcast and I still didn't. I just was going on and on about the topic. And she was like, Jesse, you have a podcast. And she said it like three times before I actually mentioned it. So she was very adamant that I talk about it. And that's a real friend. Okay, period. Because what do she gain from that? Nothing. It It was all about me. And I thought that was pretty dope. So shout out to you, Vixure. Yeah. I know you watch it because she always watch every episode too. Big supporter. Big supporter. Thank you, Char. Love it. We love to see it. But yeah. We are
0: going to send you something nice. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know what it is yet. (laughs) Of course you um,
1: But yeah. Same old same. My life is kind of boring,
0: but. Yeah. It's not, but it really okay. Is. Um, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> but yeah, that's just, we've just been living life. Yes. lifeing it up. Um, But yeah, this next, oh, I got a new segment. New this segment. segment is called PSA, Public Service Announcement, where if we got something dope going on, we just going to announce it to y'all, and y'all can go do the thing. Absolutely. So I am in my very first feature film. Has a lead role in the movie is called Between Mercy and Me. Comes out June twentieth in multiple theaters all over the country. Here's the caveat though. One night you can see this movie. Seven PM June twentieth. So get your tickets, um, support this film. If you support it, if it gets supported well, they'll keep showing it in theaters. Um it's an independent, low budget film. That's just how it works. You're
1: um, going to be at Newport.
0: Yes. Thank you. Um, you can also come see it with me. If you're in Cincinnati, come see the movie with me. Newport. Um, we'll be at the Newport. Now that I'm thinking about it, I ain't even bought a ticket yet.
1: <laughs> me either. I need to, to my do own new- movie. <laughs> I didn't know that it was only going to be out that one day. I would have been bought it.
0: Yeah, it's only going to be one day. Um, but I'll be at the Newport Theater. Uh, and then afterwards... We can go celebrate.
1: Celebrate? What? And
0: do the thing. Yeah. Um, And Ready then, uh, yeah, that's it. And we got more dope stuff coming at Drift Studios. Okay. Um, We got shows coming. Uh, I'm working on a Christmas album starting next month. Oh, That'll be out later this year. You like
1: Christmas music? Clearly.
0: Love it. You want it yeah. Yes. <laughs> Here it comes. November 1st. There's Halloween. November 1st, the music's playing. It's my favorite holiday. So.
1: Is it? Yeah. Why? I'm sorry. I'm just curious.
0: Why? Yeah. Um I'm a giver. Okay. I love giving gifts. Um I love getting them too. So Okay. Uh it's enough. Uh yeah, so It's
1: my, my favorite, favorite holiday. My favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. But
0: Why? Cuz of kind food. It's all the
1: same. Yeah, cuz of the food. But <laughs> I don't know why it just feels a little different than Christmas. I just feel like Thanksgiving is really just about family and inter like interactions with each other and like being with each other, whereas yeah. Christmas is it doesn't have to be like that for every family, but I think it's all around gifts. Um, and sometimes, you know, that can kind of take away from the family time. You know, depending on the family, obviously, it's not for every family. Um, but, you know, if you, like, say you're not in that position where you're, like, you're not able to give gifts, you know what I'm saying? So how is Christmas for you in that point? But Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is more so just come. You ain't bringing nothing, you know. Just come eat and have a good time. Enjoy yourself. Yes. Um, And I am a have a good time, enjoy yourself, and eat type of woman. So that would make the most sense for me to, like, Thanksgiving. I like giving also, gifts and receiving
0: gifts, too. Christmas involves food for me, too. Yeah, so for
1: sure. For sure.
0: I get gifts and food.
1: I just think it's surrounded by gifts. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the focal point is the gifts. The focal point of Thanksgiving is, for me, the family and the meal and the conversation.
0: Yeah. True. 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 Yeah. Dope. All right. This next segment. What would you say? I don't know. Go ahead. You funny. Next segment (laughs) is called Less... Get, get personal. personal.
1: Yeah, you you, you know what? Just let me announce this segment. you right. <laughs> Let's get playing. personal, people. Let's get personal.
0: All right. And we're going to pretend like we didn't we already answer like we didn't this already question.
1: Already you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was about to pick up off the deck. I'm like, oh, yeah, we already did this. So, from one to 10, how happy are you?
0: I'm an eight. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> <Piming up. laughs> um, I'm an eight. Um, I'm happy, but I'm not satisfied. Right. Um, shut up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just know what you're going to say. Yep, Nope. not satisfied. You said what you say. saying. Just
0: L- totally disconnected. I've already heard dudes say this. Just get through it. Okay, great. Um, I'm just going to play with my shirt string over here. Uh, yes, I am. Um, and
1: I know it's irritating you, but it shouldn't. Calm down.
0: Okay. Also, excuse me. My allergies have been messing me up
1: me too. I but the, the last kind of couple here. weeks
0: so if I'm wiping sniffing whatever ignore that anyway I'm eight um like I said I'm happy I'm not satisfied though cuz I'm not all the way where I want to be in life I feel like I'm on the right path to where I'm going and so um I have so much I want to do so much I want to get done um You're like for this visionary.
1: Visionary.
0: Yeah, I'm a visionary so um I just want to... I just want to... uh, Stop. I'm (laughs) sorry. Continue. (laughs) Uh, I just want to do all the things that I love to do. Create all the things I want to create. I really just want to create dope things with people I love and travel and do dope things with people I love. Like, that's it. Um, And make money doing it. So... I'm on that path. Um, I'm enjoying the process. Uh, so, yeah. What about you?
1: You know, I had a question for you that I didn't ask. Um, you're an eight. Your satisfaction scale, I think you said, would be like one.
0: Yeah. My, and my If you asked me if I was satisfied, what number I would be at, it would be a one.
1: So what? So you think if your satisfaction went up, that your happiness would go up? Or what is it that's keeping you from ten?
0: Um... Curious.
1: Or do they
0: not relate? I I guess they could relate. Um, I feel like if my satisfaction gets to, like... But that's the thing, though. I don't think I ever want to be satisfied. Not right now. Probably when I'm retired, I'm old, in my house, walking around naked because I'm rich and I want to do that.
1: So do you think you'll ever be a 10 in happiness?
0: Um, Yeah. Because for me... My happiness is internal. There's some things I want to work on okay. um, internally where I'm like, I ain't a ten, but I'm 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 a pretty dope guy. My mental is pretty straight. Yeah, so I'm eight. You know, sure. I'm happy you're with a me. Strong eight. I'm 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 really up. Um, <laughs> you really are. <laughs> and it's probably because I really don't care about a lot of stuff. So I'm just like, right. I'm happy with me. Yeah. If you're not happy with you. They ain't got nothing to do with me. Nothing. So,
1: Oh, that's a good day. Anywho, um, that people's happiness can kind of come from other people's unhappiness. If that, well, people's well, that's lack true. Of but I see. I get what you're other saying. Other people's lack of happiness. Yeah. And you are able to be happy within yourself because you don't let other people's unhappiness affect yours. And no.
0: Deep because no. listen, when
1: I say I do, listen. But Mm-mm. that example I was talking about earlier. Um with my partner in real estate. Uh yeah. That kind of showed me that I'm at a different place in happiness for show. Sure. Yeah. Uh, because that yeah. would normally turn into like, what? Now I'm about to be down. Now I'm going to be pondering about this and pondering about that. But it's like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm good over here. When I tell you <laughs> you stay over there.
0: I don't I don't have time to dwell on why so many people are unhappy. Because it ain't got nothing to do with me. That's it. Like, your happiness is inside of you. Like, people only bring in happiness, or when they leave, you probably be a little unhappy for like two seconds. But at the end of the day, before they got there and when they leave, I'm going to be happy. Like, other things make me happy in life. But within myself, am I happy with me? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Am I all the way there? No. For sure. You.
1: Same, uh, but I'm not an eight. I would say I'm more so six and a half, mm-hmm. maybe seven by the end of the week. I don't know. Um, What's today? Today, Friday. It is the end of the week. I'm, just disregard that. Yes. Um, So I would say six and a half. I have a lot of internal struggle, Um, but I would say that for the most part, my internal struggle, I don't allow to affect like my happiness to a degree that I used to. So I feel like I probably was at, um, which is interesting because I feel like I spend way more time uh, being sad, uh, being maybe crying, maybe feeling a little depressed. I, I feel way, I, I spend way more time doing that now, mm. being at a six and a half than I did when I was like at a one or a two. Right. Because I think a part of my happiness is being okay with the struggle that comes with it, the emotions that comes with it, the hurt, the pain. Um, All of that is a part of this process. So if I can't be happy with that, you know what I'm saying? Um, That would be I I couldn't imagine how that would be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I wouldn't be able to do this episode. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be able to do certain things that is making me happy um, because. I'd be stuck on these emotions and these pain and the pain. But I just think that's an interesting kind of ironic thing when I think back and I look back at life and it's like the woman I'm trying to step into versus a woman that I'm trying to leave behind. The woman I'm trying to leave behind probably wasn't happy at all, but you would never think that, right. right? Now it's like the woman I'm trying to step into is like, yeah, I just cried yesterday, but I'm good. I'm happy. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with feeling. Sorry. Feeling and allowing myself to feel when... You know, being okay with whatever comes about in this in this journey, as long as it's, you know, going towards what I'm trying to become. So yeah. a lot of internal struggle. That's why I say it's six and a half. But I'm totally happy and okay with the internal struggle and I'm just I'm just ready to see what's what's gonna happen. You know, what's gonna happen next. So well, great. Great. <laughs> Bye, Dave. Great. That's wonderful. <laughs> do not like
0: you y'all we ain't seen each other I in like sometimes a like month. him I just want him to know that so bear with us
1: well great <laughs> well great Months. like this is not <laughs> a job interview bro bad <laughs> oh,
0: that is so stupid oh great that's, that's <laughs> I
1: don't really don't like that is so oh dumb. my gosh it's hot
0: I need some all right.
1: All right, what we doing? Oh, we got to talk. We got to talk about some stuff. Huh?
0: Well, y'all y'all can tell we ain't done this in a
1: minute. <laughs> I feel like this break was different than the last break. The last break it was like, up, oh, we back, boop 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 boop. This, this break was, was like, a- woo. How long it's been? I feel like it's been like <laughs> Right.
0: That is so funny.
1: What are we talking about here? What are we doing? And All then right. the fact that we start had to restart that, yeah.
0: And I ain't cutting none of this out. All this is staying in in our next segment, Jesus, Lord, what is wrong with me? Um, It's these allergies. I'm going to blame it on that. Next segment is called Let's Keep It Real. Let's Keep It Real. What are we being real about today?
1: I kind of just threw this topic out here. I ain't going to lie to y'all. Um, I want to talk about monogamy, polyamory. I put polygamy in here, but I think the real word is poly. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> oh my gosh, I really don't, you I had I got adequate sleep, so I didn't eat no sorry. coffee, no Celsius today, so I'm proud of myself, I'm like energetic, I'm proud reality. of you too, you was just on my like, H2O, hydrogen oxygen,
0: you comment. was on time, kind of, everything, uh, yeah, I'm so about proud that. of you.
1: I did not, I, I forgot, I thought today was Saturday, I'm like, you texted me, I'm like, why are you texting me, I don't know, I, I thought I was going, I was running on time, but I forgot there'd be a little traffic on Fridays and stuff, so.
0: Cause you just need to live. An so hour Monday, I'm be on I'm Be on 10.
1: Cause I'm gonna remember the trap. All right. So monogamy, polyamory, infidelity. Let's talk about it. Why do I want to talk about it? I am a person. Okay, I'm just gonna keep it real. I am so big on loyalty. Um, and monogamy. I would say. I mean, like, loyalty. I would just say loyalty, because. So we have people that feel like when I have conversations with people about monogamy and, um, you know, being loyal, a lot of people treat it like a behavior response um, or some type of characteristic that wavers. Whereas I feel like loyalty is more so like who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, It's what's embedded in you. It has nothing to do with what someone else is doing. Because like how many people do you come across like, well, I'm not being loyal to this person unless they are loyal to me. Like, you know, it's just like, oh, depending on who I'm dealing with, that's when I'm going to decide to be loyal or whatever, whatever. Then you have these other arguments where it's like, well, polyamory is more natural than monogamy. Well, I think that's a conversation because
0: it's probably not true. What is polyamory?
1: Oh, polyamory. Do you not really know what it is or you just I want I really to don't. It? I don't know what a real definition is, but we're talking about um when it's people want more than one person.
0: Okay. Is that polyamory and polygamy that's the same thing?
1: They differences is like women and men. I think the, the differences. I didn't really go into super super depth um, with my research on it, but I think polyamory is like the umbrella term. Mm-hmm. Um, polygamy. I want to say is more so when men have multiple wives, and I think there's another word like polyandry or something like that. And I think it's the opposite where women have multiple husbands. Obviously, you don't. You probably don't see that often or at all. I think when it existed in history, um, and even today's times, it's more so men having multiple. But when you hear people talk about polyamory, I feel like it can be a group of people that have groups and different, and you know, people will talk about it like, well, that's kind of what we always, we're doing anyway. Like if we're dating and we're serial dating, we might be dating multiple people at once. And you know, it kind of, that's why I kind of (coughs) want to, excuse me, I'm so sorry. That's why I kind of wanted to talk about it because I feel like people are kind of trying to put polyamory and polygamy into um, into this conversation where it's something that's already happened. It's something that your normal person is already doing. Um, and And they're kind of using that to make it like, well, you know, I'm just, I'm embracing what we're already doing. I'm embracing the fact that men will never be faithful. So why don't we all just be okay with just... Dating whoever and having multiple wives and multiple husbands, or not even getting married, just having a relationship that in, that's open or a relationship that's this, you know, including. And I think it's surrounding, like I said, around the fact that, one, you know, do we ever, do we want to be loyal anymore? Are we trying, are we, is loyalty something that we care about, or are we just, we cared about it, it didn't work, so now we're going over here. Or are we trying to use, because you have people that use history, right, as, as a reason. Um, and that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it. So from my research, you know, I didn't research this for a thousand years. Um, but I did do some research. And there was not one piece of research that I found regarding polygamy that had anything to do with our nature um, or anything to do with a man wanting to sleep with multiple women. It had everything to do with protecting women because apparently in, in history, in biblical times, because a lot of people when talk, they talk about polyamory, they go back to the Bible because it, it existed there a, a lot. Um, but mm-hmm. it was it existed to protect women. Um, because, and I didn't get to research that, like, what was going on with women. I mean, I did, you know, supposedly they, if they, if you weren't married, you were, you didn't have any money, you didn't have any resources, you were more than likely going to be a prostitute, um, things like that. So it was designed, um, to protect women, to keep women, you know, surviving like a normal woman. Like, basically, essentially what I've, what I, um, researched, you had to be married as a woman, you had to be married to receive any type of resource. Um, in today's times, that is not a thing. And even like I even went back to like they talked about Mansa Mutsa. Mansa Mutsa, that's one of everybody's favorite historic figure. He was like the richest man ever. And he mm-hmm. was black. Right. Um, even in his times, that's what it was for. It was never about I want to have sex with multiple women. Or a woman wanting to have sex with multiple men, it was only about protecting and providing for women. So I think it's interesting that when we hear people talk about, oh, let's be, you know, polyamorous, I don't even know what the word, what the word is, um, they talk about it in a sense of again how I was saying, like, it's our nature to have these multiple people. Um, it's our nature to kind of just not um be tied down to one person. Um You know, and I just think it's interesting that there was not one piece of research I found that talked about that in history. Um, So I just thought that was an interesting conversation to have because it's like, where are y'all getting this? Oh, we're not meant to be monogamous. Um, We're not meant for that. We're meant to have these multiple people because it happened in history, but it it happened in history because of a time in history, what was going on in history. Contest me, please comment with some research that shows that polyamory is natural for humans. I did not find a piece of research that showed that, um, you know, and like I said, in today's times, we, you know, women are providing for themselves. So now it, it, it seems, I don't know how true it is, but it seems that we kind of just redefined it and, and just went along with,
0: Mark Like we do most know. things. Yeah.
1: Like um, we do most things. So, yes, I just wanted to make that clear about... I didn't even know that's that's the research I was gonna find because when I first started researching polygamy, the first thing that popped up was the Bible, and I'm like, oh no, yeah, let me go on here and read what's going on, what's up. And a lot of people they they get they get it from the Bible because it, it was in the Bible. You know how many how many people you know in there had this many wives, this many wives, this many wives. Yeah. But when you think about it, it makes sense if it was about protecting women. You have people that had 700 wives. You know, it probably wasn't having yeah, sex with so all these I'm people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it makes sense. When I was furthering researching why that makes complete sense, what doesn't make sense is today's times and how we're using it. So I just thought it'd be an interesting conversation to have.
0: Well, people um, misquote and mistranslate the Bible
1: for sure. Many, many at times. Yes, because people will. Because people have actually tried to. Um, I watched a, a, a YouTube video with a Muslim, I think, um, and he was just he was like, Mus- Islam is the only religion that promotes monogamy. Uh, Christianity does not. Uh, there were so many YouTube videos about how men were talking about how God approves oh, what do I keep in the mic? God approves of prom, uh, uh, that's another topic, uh, polygamy and all of that, uh, which there I didn't find anything in the Bible where God says it's okay to have multiple wives. I don't know where we got that from just because there were humans that were doing it, and people do that all the time. Oh, yeah, there was a human, one human that did this, so God was okay with it. Um,
0: that's what I was about to say. Yeah, that's the thing that gets that's me. That doesn't, no. But we're it not doing it that. goes back to the confirmation bias thing. It's like, you already believe this thing and you really are looking in the Bible for this one person who had this many wives and you're make trying to make it okay. That's like saying, well, they killed in the Bible, so, oh, yes, it, it's okay. They did a lot of stuff in but the Bible. But here's honey. my thing. <laughs> There were also many people in the Bible who had one wife and one husband. Like, that's that's the part that gets me. It's right. like,
1: you can't... you taking out a piece of it. Yeah, you can't... If you're going to use it, what use, you the, already do.
0: use the whole thing. Don't just tunnel vision one thing and be like, see, it's right there. It's
1: right there. So that makes it true. And I think that's what people are doing with the polyamory thing. And, you know, there are people who don't even believe in the Bible that are polyamorous. It's not that... But there are a lot of people that do and really feel like it comes from the Christian religion. And just because people in the Bible were doing something doesn't mean it was a part of the Christian religion. It's just people being people. Um, yes. And again, it was it was a political kind of strategy. We feel It was solution-based. It was protecting women, providing for women. Like, men are monogamous and not even doing that. So, I mean, honestly, when I was reading up on it, it's like... I understood it. You know what I'm saying? like, And I feel like if that's if if you want to be polyamorous because of that, you know, just think about it. Like, uh, Umar Johnson, uh, he had an interview, and he was talking about, I know, I, t- I like the conscious community. I'm going to be quoting the conscious community all the time throughout this whole podcast, not because I believe everything they say, but some of the stuff they say makes a little sense. Yeah, and um, Dr. Umar Johnson was suggesting for people to be polyamorous, and he feel like it would help the single mom issue out. It would help the single mom issue. There's another uh, guy that I watched an interview. He's a part of the conscious community as well. I, I forget Polite. His name is Brother Polite. He has multiple wives and he talked about it being like a business and he talked about it being um, a way to provide for women and all these types of things. So in that case, I'm not saying I'm for it, but I can understand that. You understand um, the concept of it? Yeah, I yeah. can understand the concept of like helping women um but i guess there i'm leaning more towards the conversation with the the minds of i just want to help myself and i don't want to really i don't want to really tie myself down and i want to kind of um just kind of not have boundaries when it comes to who i date or i mean not not no boundaries but you know what i'm trying to say it's kind of like it's not something that is structured. There's no structure. There's kind of just like, which what I want to get into? Because when I was researching polyamory, it sounded a lot like promiscuity. (laughs) And we talked about promiscuity as a trauma response in the love and trauma episode. So that just brings me up. This brings up a lot of questions. Like, I have a question about, why do I keep doing that? Uh, what did I have in here? Yes, I said that people seem to treat uh, polygamy like greed, kind of like, oh, I want all of these people, um, or a reason to be promiscuous. Um, and we talked, like I said, we talked about promiscuity. Anytime promiscuity is brought up, and I'm not saying this in any type of religion base, these are doctors, scientists, all types of professionals. Yeah. It all I mean I'm sure there are people out there there's always exceptions to the rule um but for the most part the any research that I have found promiscuity has negative effects it's not promoted in a way that should happen um there are negative effects to sleeping around or having multiple people in your in your circle um and then we can even go as deep to talk about sex in general, right? Um, but first let I me mean, let me let me see. So, but I, I okay. So I wanna talk about the how we how they talk about how it's more natural um to be with multiple people. So I do understand the argument in a sense of like the science of sex. Um, because like, okay, so for instance, men, right? I feel like Y'all, and, and maybe not. It may not be true for everyone, but I feel like y'all can get aroused without like wanting to. Yeah. But I don't think women what? have that situation.
0: Uh, every man on this earth, when he right. was a young boy. So how boy, do you feel
1: about that though? Like in a sense of like, is it natural for a man to really be monogamous if he wants to have sex way more than the average woman because he's like, getting aroused and. You know, he's not even trying to, but now that after he's aroused, he wants to, but the woman don't have that same science. So, you know, I I can understand the conversation there, I guess.
0: I don't think arousal and monogamy are synonymous.
1: No, not synonymous, but I'm just saying like in the argument of it's more of, um, let's just say it's more like someone wanted to argue. It's more of a man's nature to have multiple women to to sleep with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that can be an argument like, OK, I I can get I'm going to be aroused way more than my woman is. What? How can you tell me a God that created me to be aroused way more than a woman is going to ever be aroused? Why would that? Why wouldn't that make me think that he doesn't want me to be with multiple women?
0: Um, that is such an interesting question. Because well, let me go back to what you said before. Mm-hmm. M- most men, you can poke them and they're ready to go. Okay, right, right. Just like
1: exactly. But n- you don't. But would you say that about women? The average women. No. Exactly. So how do you feel? Yeah. How do you feel about that scientific difference in in this conversation today and this argument today?
0: Um. I mean. I think that part is natural. I think because for women, sex is more mental than it is physical. With men, like I said, you can snap your finger and I'm hard. So there we go. You can
1: I just thought it was you
0: can blink and I'm like, Well, let's go. Okay? Yeah. Um but as far as like is it I can only speak for me. Yeah. I, it doesn't make me want to have multiple women like has it ever no
1: never I,
0: I don't like being around a lot of people that is the main i don't care how hard my dick is like it is like okay i i will be checked out if like especially being an introvert i do not care okay if so it's not like, if it's women. like if it's like If it's like we in the room full of people and I'm aroused, I would be aroused for like two Mm -hmm. seconds because all of a sudden there's so many people around and I'm like, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired.
1: Okay. So in a sense of like...
0: Now, once we leave, um, you got me back, you know, we're ready to go, but... You're so
1: annoying. So, okay. So say you in a long-term relationship or whatever and... You're getting aroused quite a few times more mm-hmm. than your significant other. To the point where it's like, all right, I'm not sexually satisfied. In those moments, and if it's just a moment, you don't think about another, maybe like, all right, I wish I had somebody to have sex with Since And she not doesn't some, want to have sex with me.
0: Not somebody. I wish I was having sex, though. <laughs> <laughs> so... There's an alternative just solution.
1: <laughs> I'm not really thinking about having sex with other women. I just, Dave, you might be really a unicorn just in that area.
0: Want to bust a nut.
1: But maybe not. I'm learning, men.
0: Mm-mm. It ain't got nothing yeah. to do with somebody else. For me, I really just want to bust this nut so I can just go on with my day.
1: But if you can't, you never think like, because no can't. I can't do it with you.
0: Ain't no can't. Go t- there's lotion in the bathroom. Go do what I got to do, handle my business. And so I'm what, on okay, so what day, if you're doing like, that
1: for a long time?
0: What if I'm doing it for a long time?
1: Like, what if you what if you find yourself only doing that? And oh, it's that would like,
0: be a huge problem.
1: Okay, but you don't ever think like, all right, I, I might want, I wish that I had somebody else. To
0: if I'm in a committed relationship, yes. not somebody else, but do I want to have sex? Yes. Okay. Absolutely.
1: Okay, I'm, I don't want to jump the gun because we're gonna go, we're gonna get into. Um, so, okay, so that's one, being aroused. But you're saying, you, and I think you're a unicorn, Dave. uh, I am. Because I feel like a, lo- a lot of men would be like, heck yeah, I be thinking about other women. Like, what you mean? You're on the, the porno right now, and I hope she come over. so I
0: That is so stupid.
1: <laughs> because, you know, and I think, but I, th- okay, so maybe that speaks to, who you are, knowing who you are as a person. That's what we was talking about, like, loyalty. Like, if you don't want to be loyal, just say that. If you don't want to be loyal to a person, just say that. Like, that's how I feel. And that's how I feel like you're just kind of explaining, like, listen, I'm a loyal person. Yes, I want to have sex. Yes, yes I probably want to have sex more than my partner, but I'm a loyal person.
0: Because it's the, the thing that comes after. Like, the guilt that come with that, I'm, yeah. I can't I can't Aww, deal with that. That's so beautiful, Dave. Like, I gotta, I got to eat that? No...
1: Teach all men to be like that. No. If you teach a class, you can make the no. money.
0: <laughs> Either you got it or you don't. Because
1: if I walk outside right now and ask this question <laughs> to random people walking by downtown, yeah, I probably never I mean, get that yep. answer ever. No. Um. So I think that's dope. You know what's interesting too, blue balls.
0: That's a, that's the, also what I'm afraid of. Like,
1: have you ever had that?
0: No. Okay. Because I am not afraid. I,
1: okay. So when I was researching, and maybe business. I should need I need to up my research game because listen. I could not find any information on blue balls for real. People, a lot of doctors were saying it doesn't. It's not real.
0: I was about to say I don't think it's real. Is it
1: real? Is it real or is it not real? Like but what? the
0: fact that it, it's it could be a thing. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh. Yeah.
1: Because it's like it's just like when your bowels hurt or something.
0: It's because you ain't. I don't even know what it is. It's like I think from from what I've known, it's when you like you get hard but you don't bust it up like. That's what I heard. That's what I heard it came from. So the fact that it came up, I'm just like, you know what? Let me go handle mine. I am so
1: happy to be a woman. Yes, we get periods and stuff, but listen, blue balls, that's just sound like, what? And that's even if it's real. I'm glad God made me a woman because I probably would want to cheat if I got blue balls. Cause that know. hurt. Like what? I'm in pain. Like if that if that doesn't keep you from wanting to have sex with me, like but that's we don't no need to be in a relationship.
0: Right. I'm a I'm a solutionist. Like I have to go to the doctor now because I'm depressed. I'm a solutionist. So you don't oh you don't want to have sex right now? Okay, cool. I'm gonna go with blue balls for me. I'll huh? be I'll be right back. It's not gonna take long. Promise. And
1: they got toys and stuff now. So I mean, is blue balls oh, really I'm ever not, gonna be a thing?
0: I'm not using. No. Mm-mm.
1: Hey, if you get desperate just, enough. I just wash my hands afterwards. They and we got just toys, go on with the day. okay? So you don't got to cheat. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. some people think that's cheating,
1: though. That kind of is. No, no, I don't think it's cheating. I just think it's sassy a little bit. Like, why are you doing
0: that? <laughs> <laughs> sassy? <laughs> you think it's sassy? I think it's just I've a little never sassy. i heard it put that way. I just don't like life.
1: it. It's a lot of things. And we, talk, we were talking about this when I was out in Charlotte. Uh, it's a lot of things that men do that I just be like, man, where the regular men at? And i no different than men. Y'all do the same things with women, and you know, like, oh, where's the regular women at? That don't do this. I don't wear this. Da, 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 da. Like we do the same stuff. There's a lot of stuff that men do, it be like, yeah, that's womanly. Um, and, and I just think I toys. Just- I don't know toys for anybody. It's kind of perverted for real when you think about it, but. That's I don't I'm not.
0: Think. I'm just. I don't believe in spending just, money on that. I'm sorry. They is a little pricey too. They ain't cheap. Like I'm not about so to go. So it's like,
1: yeah, you real sassy. You went and ordered a toy. Like,
0: what? like I'm, especially when you had the real thing.
1: But they say it feel like the
0: real. Thing. I don't. It's care. like a,
1: some moisture and it's like
0: a. <laughs> I don't care. Mm mm. There we is never tried. But that's also. So, no. But that's also the thing too, right? Like. What. Even if you don't even want me to penetrate. There's other things you can do, right, to make it happen. Like, yeah. Now, if you ain't giving head, and I ain't getting the puss, what?
1: Like, what are you doing with your? What is going on here? What is
0: happening? Let's sit down, and have a conversation, because something <laughs> the is. The
1: scientificness of this is not.
0: Scientificness is not even a word, but it's up. so funny. <laughs> so funny. It's not adding up. But what? I just don't, we need to sit down because it's like, what are we doing?
1: Right.
0: Now, I'm not saying sex, it keeps people together.
1: It plays an important
0: part, though. Like, you you got to.
1: Yes, I think we downplay the role of sex a lot, especially as women. Um, I think we downplay it a lot. I think there, I mean, there might be women out there that's like, just as aroused as you and that's great. Um well yeah
0: cuz there's there's high desire and low desire people. Yes. Yeah. Yes,
1: and we're going to get into that as well. But I think and especially for me, I feel like um I used to downplay it in all my relationships cuz I have sexual trauma. Right? Let's just throw that out there. Um I never really knew that I was still being affected by it um until my last relationship. But because I feel like with every guy that I dated, I've I I wasn't I wasn't as there were other factors that played into like okay maybe I don't want to have sex with you all the time but there were other factors that played into it that I feel like didn't really point to my sexual trauma right but my last relationship it was nothing like I was madly in love chemistry was great physically attracted everything but I still it still I still had issues right um and and during that time, of course, during the relationship i i don't I didn't know that where I did, I may have did, but I just felt like, just deal with it. this is a part of being with me. um it's just sex, it's just sex, it's just sex like that was like my favorite thing to say. and I think a lot of us women, because we a lot of us women, first of all, let's be clear, we may not admit it. But it's a lot of women who have sexual trauma um and I, I think a lot of us we we don't know that we're still affected by it, and we da- and that causes us to downplay sex in our relationships. Um, and I am such an advocate. You
0: Getting on my nerves.
1: I am such an advocate for. Um, I'm trying to keep from my middle finger reason. <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> I know you hate it. That was me stopping it because I really was about to do it.
0: Gross. But um, Look at you.
1: yes, so I just feel like. As women, we got to stop downplaying sex in relationships. I guess that's all I'm trying to say. I, I was about to, you know, stretch it out. But that's all I'm trying to say. I don't, I feel like it's very important. And, the um, thing, and you got
0: you to gotta be honest about that. Yeah. Especially if you're in a committed relationship. Yeah. If like, sex is important to you and you are a high desire person, especially. Set the expectation, if, yeah. Yeah, like set the expectation. Like, or if you are a woman who's not confident enough in sex, but you are with a man. Who is confident in sex? Like, if you don't know your body that way, tell him, tell her. Like, that's good sex comes from good communication. Mm. And it's like, I don't know how to satisfy you if you don't tell me how.
1: Right, right.
0: Especially if I've never explored your body before. Right. And especially if you don't know your body, you don't know what you like, you don't know what you don't like, Mm -hmm. you got to tell me, like, um, cause for me, I'm getting in there and I'm out like,
1: Dave, shut but, uh, <laughs>
0: <up>. <laughs> but unless you know, you like certain things, you got to tell me cause I ain't, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's, that could have probably been a whole episode just talking about, just talking about sex and cause I feel like it's not, you know, we people talk- don't talk about it.
0: Did we talk about? Did we do episodes? I seven? think we
1: talk about it a lot in every almost all the episodes because it comes—it's a thing. Yeah. You know, it's a thing that is, especially when it comes to polyamory and monogamy. The first thing that a man or a woman thinks about is the sex part. That's the reason why we want to be polyamorous.
0: Yeah, unless you make it weird. Like, what's that? What, weird? what was that show? Sister Wives. Yeah. I don't
1: know what that is. Oh, is that about that's a polygamy show, isn't it? Yeah, like
0: it was Because I think guy, that's what they call each other. But all the sisters, all the wives were sisters and they were all married to the same guy.
1: They were blood sisters?
0: Blood sisters. Okay, no, that's married-
1: not what I'm talking about. That's a different topic. <laughs> that's a different topic, baby. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah, we're not doing that. But, but
0: I mean I guess- uh, But it's, that's why I said let, until you make it weird. Ooh, but like I thought yeah,
1: they yeah. cuz I thought, they, but I it's thought still when polygamy, you're married right?
0: it's still polyamorous, right? Cuz it's
1: I guess. I think that's they another. I think that might be a sub, uh, a sub poly.
0: They just happen to be related.
1: I don't think they just happen to be related. It sounds like that was planned that way.
0: Yeah, for him, he was like you, but also I want your sister. Right. But how? And then the I age want age your other thing? sister too. Right. And okay. I want you all to come live with me.
1: Like oh, Like what? Is, is one a teenager? Like listen, see, that's. What I,
0: I'm I don't know. They all divorced now though.
1: I just cannot. I just cannot. Um. Okay, so we talked about blue balls. talk about arousal differences. I'm sorry. I'm jealous. We talk. Okay, so libido health was is is another thing, and I guess that's what I was trying to roll into, because I, I I wasn't able to go into depth with that either. Um, but I think it's something to have a conversation about in the sense of let's ex, let's explore our libido. Like let's explore what's keeping us not aroused. What's keeping us aroused? You know why. I feel like we don't spend time with our sexual health. You know, we like to talk about mental health all day. But what about your sexual health? It's because that plays a role in But but is that something we specifically go into? Or is no. it all about depression and you know, anxiety. What I'm saying know, is like we we do
0: we always talk about the mental. Right, However, but that's a part of it, right? That's the umbrella. What's under yeah. that is oh, the sexual part also and then there's like the physical part and then there's like the spiritual part and then there's like the emotional part so there's all these different parts where you know you have your mental health but under all that we never really focus on those different things
1: right and i think it goes it can go either way as far as health is concerned you know you may have somebody like i have no issue with sex i can have sex all day all, all day every day but you could be addicted to it too and yes. that can you know so there's uh, there's So many avenues um, to go down when it comes to sexual health and arousal health and libido health, um, if they're all not the same. Um, And I just, I just think that's a conversation to have, like for me. And you know what? I always wrap a lot of these uh, topics around my own issues, right? And this is one of them. Um, And so that's a journey that I'm going down is, okay, let's, let's, let's make sure I'm healthy in that area too. Like, I don't want to walk into a relationship and I'm just so healed and ready to go mentally. I am the best communicator in the whole world. But when it comes to sex,
0: you can't communicate. All that goes right out the window. Yeah. (laughs) Right.
1: And I I felt like I was going down that journey until I started researching stuff for this this episode, which is why I do this, right? Because it helps me. Um, And which in turn, I hope helps other people. Right. But I think that's a conversation to have. I think that's a conversation to have as far as your sexual health. Uh, we got to stop downplaying women. We got to stop downplant uh, the sexual nature of men um, and acting like they need to get with the pro- with our program. Like, why can't we get with theirs? You know what I'm saying? To an extent. Or meet in the middle. Compromise a little bit. Um, if we're having any issues. And I feel like, be honest about your issues and figure it out. You know, no different than figuring out your mental. I, just,
0: I had an idea. We're going to do another episode on this subject. But it'll be a little different where we'll watch something. And then we'll give our takes on, like, what they talk about. Okay. There's a spe- specific video that I'm talking about okay. where they talk about sex and exactly what we're talking about. Okay. I um, love it. So we'll, you know, yeah. do that. It'll be dope.
1: Add that in there. Yeah. Sprinkle, sprinkle. All right. So, yes, libido health. Um, I wish I can go into more depth about that, but I feel like that could be a whole episode in itself. Just sexual health, period. I think it's a whole episode, I just wanted to throw that out there because I think it has a lot to do with people's mindsets of wanting to date around and be promiscuous and all of that. All of that's surrounded um, a lot by I feel like your sexual health. Um, and so yes, I think it's just something to to bring up. Um, me personally, I feel like when it comes to like the science, um, sexual differences in men, I think it has a lot to do with the social socialization. Of sex, the differences in the socialization of sex in men and women, like starting from how we were raised. Right, women are raised to never have sex a day in your life, whereas men are raised to kind of go ahead, just use a condom.
0: Mm, yes, unless you so, was like me and raised in church, right? Where they told you you do not have sex period until you get married. Um. Which that's all they would say, but then they you would have never like,
1: who are not just raised by their parents; they're raised right. by friends.
0: And, so and and it's like, but that made us want to have sex more,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. all you told him, don't have sex, and we was just like, okay, but my my dick is hard every time I get around this girl. So you're What's not really. Do? I don't really know what to do other than what I see on TV. So even though I was a virgin, until I was 24, but. You know
1: it just makes me wonder when we talk about science, because when we talk about nature and science, I think that was like my first question, like, what is nature? You know, is nature really nature, or is it conditions, right? Because everybody's nature, I feel like, is kind of different. it's It's based on what your environment, right? Your conditions, what? everything that you were taught. And so it's hard for me to talk about what's natural, what's unnatural. When we kind of we're kind of in a of in a in an environment where socialization of sex is kind of different in men and women, so it would make sense that you have men who wants to cheat more than women, or who wants to have sex more than women. And I I I'm I don't see those two not connecting. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: women were raised, you know,
1: because I was like, listen,
0: in the I call it I the the Barbie effect. Where you play with your Barbies and you, you know, you were more focused on wanting to be married and wanting the beautiful, the beauty side of everything, right? Men, you was raised don't cry, don't do nothing, your emotions don't mean nothing. And if you meet yeah, a woman, have sex with too. her, and then when you meet another woman, go have sex with her too. That too. And all of that plays into the uh into your nature. Yeah. So if you are raised that way, you think it's natural. Yeah. But it's really not.
1: I think that's deep when you think about it because it's like how could we talk about the argument of nature without the the specific conditions that can change someone's nature or can make someone's nature different than the other. Is there a such thing as nature or natural? Um, um,
0: I don't think for us.
1: I think it is when it comes to God and what he intends, right? But then there's this world, and then there's this, you know, these people, and then we're taught one thing, and then we have to unlearn and relearn. So when I think of nature, I think of, I go to God immediately. When I think of what we were created for, I go to God. I don't think of... When I think of nature, I think of God's word, what he embedded in us. Now, what we decide to do with what he embedded in us, we may define that as nature, but I define it as what we decided to do after we were created, if that makes sense, yeah, right? Um, but I just think that's a, that's a conversation, that's a point to bring up is we can't have the argument of nature without there being some type of foundational origin to refer to. Or on the flip side, is there a such thing as nature at all? Because everybody's conditioned differently. Um, yeah. but I think <clears throat> my point, my main point of this is it makes sense if I don't know, I don't know if men's arousal differences and things like that. I don't know if it's completely separate from the socialization of sex with men. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's <coughs> I don't know if it's all the way separate. I think it might have some intertwining. I think, of course. Maybe not. I think think it all
0: plays a factor into each other. Because it's like, did you get this from that? Or did you get that from this?
1: Right. It's interesting. I'm pretty
0: sure it's it's all connected.
1: I, I think so. I think I have to do, and like I said, that might be, we might have to, Go, like I said jump back into this when it comes to sex and the science and cuz social socialization social socialization is science too as we, we will try to like yeah. psychology so sociology that that's oh, that's science so when we talk about the socialization of sex we're talking about scientific things
0: And it's, um, and how you interact with people who with you people, have sex right. with but also how
1: you interact with yourself when it comes exactly. to sex exactly exactly um Where are we going next? All right, so I just want to talk a little bit about why I feel like monogamy is more what we're supposed to do. I'm not going to use the word nature, but I feel like monogamy is what we're supposed to do. And I studied a little bit about soul ties, which I used to talk about all the time. Um, But it was interesting to, to study soul ties, even though, like, I think someone said that that word is not really in the Bible, but they talk about um, what happens during sex and just studying sex, period. What happens when you're becoming one with this person? Um, What stuck out to me the most when it comes to soul ties is you lose a piece of you and you give a piece of yourself away. That to me stuck out a lot because think about, a promiscuous person. How much of you are you giving away? How much of someone else are you receiving? You know, there is this theory that promiscuity leads to identity issues. Wouldn't that make sense? Who are you if you have so many different pieces of everyone else in your body?
0: I heard somebody put it this way in regards to men and who he is as a man. And I don't think it's just men. I think it's men and women. Yes, men and women. (laughs) Every person has different pieces of who they are. For example, there's a part of them that's humorous. There's a part of them that's emotional. Part of them that's spiritual. There's part of them that, you know, the physicality of everything. If you are not... if you are not confident of who you are, you will meet one woman who makes you laugh, and you'll give that part of you will go to her. There's another woman who makes you think that part of you will go to her. Physically, you are attracted to this other woman, mm-hmm. but she don't do the other stuff. Yep. That part of you goes to that her. That made me
1: think of another video I watched.
0: And so you will never be able to give your entire self to one person if you are not all one within yourself. So it's it's tough for people when you don't love who you are physically, you don't love who you are mentally, you don't love who you are in a spiritual sense, you don't love who you are in every other sense. So those pieces of people that love you in those areas, you give yourself to.
1: Yeah. I like how you uh, made it non sexual uh, because I was listening to a pastor talk about that and he was talking about soul ties in a non sexual way. Like you can be tied to someone and just how you were just talking about in an unhealthy way and in a healthy way. um, Well, that's those are without, without the sex part.
0: That's everything that makes your soul is your emotions, your mentality, your. Um, your physical physicality yep. your spirituality, yeah, all those things are what makes the soul so when you when you hear the word soul tie, you're tied to someone mentally, physically, emotionally, all that stuff,
1: yeah so and thinking about when well, in the terms of soul ties and promiscuity and polyamory um and sub aspects of um, to me, it seems to it seems that there would be more. negative effects on you as a person to have intertwined with all these different people. Um, Because again, in theory, uh, I'm not trying to say like, this is exactly what happens, but in theory, if you're giving yourself away and then you're taking someone else's and then you do it again next month with a different person and then this goes on and 10 for 10 years And then you'll hear people say, I don't know what I want to do with my life. Or I don't know. No kidding. I kind of, I kind of, I don't know what, what, what's what. I don't know this, this, and that. And it's just like, now I'm starting to put two and two together here. And I ain't getting fat. Okay. Because it seems like promiscuity plays a a big role in a lot of the issues that we have in our life, you know, it's. It's very commendable to see a person like Dave. He knows what he wants. He's going after what he wants. He knows what his purpose is in life. I'm sure he's open to other things. Like, you know, oh, you know, I didn't know I'd be good at that. I may want to do that and things like that. But for the most part, I feel like he's very tunnel vision on what he wants out of life. It's not that many people out here like you. Right? Mm. And I feel like it's not all this. But I feel like promiscuity plays a role in that.
0: Well, it does. Um, It
1: plays a big role in that because it's like, if you, like, there was a guy, he, he's like, he called himself like a life coach or whatever. And he was talking about that. He was like, man, I was out out in these streets. But when I became monogamous, you couldn't tell me nothing. I was the most successful, the most, like. He was like monogamy. Literally made my life better. It, it literally changed me for the better. It literally made me the the good man that everybody sees that everybody loves. Monogamy made me that way. Promiscuity made him just everywhere, just not not purposeful. He wasn't purposeful. That's what he was trying to say. Like the the purpose wasn't there. And you see a lot of men like that. It's just like, yeah, you're doing this for money, but who are you and what's your purpose? A lot of people don't know what their purpose is, a and of- a lot of us are promiscuous, and I don't think. I don't think the two
0: are not. The I'm, the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And a lot of people are like quadruple-minded because you just got too much going on. And I love that example because one of my biggest pet peeves is when you ask me too many questions. <laughs> I hate being inter- interrogated. I really do, especially in the morning. Um <laughs>
1: Got it. So like, at noon, I'm, I'm gonna ask my questions.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, because I got a lot of questions. Um, because the reason why I don't like that, you're asking all these questions about this one thing. When if you ask one question, the one question, you will get everything you need. True. And it's the same thing when it comes to monogamy. You're giving yourself to all these people, and what you don't realize, if you are not self-aware, it's taking you away from the things that are important to you. Yeah. So it's, let's say, if you have dreams and goals, you can't conquer your dreams and goals and be everywhere for everybody else, be everything to everybody. Something's got to give. Yeah. Yeah. And you are sacrificing what you deeply love. You are sacrificing what you deeply love about you to a to the pleasure of all these different people. Mm-hmm. Which is why you're not seeing success. Yeah. And the question is, what is it that is making you want to give yourself to all these people? You are a yes person.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And if you, and if you don't give yourself to all these people, all of a sudden you feel... Like you're not worthy of,
1: yeah, of all it's the, the logic things in one. Play into that. Right, the so, why, whew, the why, and of that's the thing, like, That's a that's another episode for that
0: sure. You you have to get to the why. Yeah, like at some point you are gonna get through life, and you are gonna start asking questions. Like, man, I thought I would be here, but I'm not. Why am I not here? It's because there's part of you who is like who's probably distracted by all these different things. Yeah. Because that's all promiscuity is. It's just you are choosing to be distracted.
1: Yeah. Because
0: yeah. it's taking away from who you are and what you love to do and what you are called to do.
1: And there are a lot of people who um, that would admit that about themselves. They may not change it. <laughs> They may still stay from its kids. There's
0: a step after that. (laughs) Right, right.
1: (laughs) But I love that for them, you know, just to even admit that. Because you'll have people, you know, that's why I want to talk about polygamy. Well, it's our nature, right? It's our nature to be kind of animalistic. Um, I hate that word so much. Animalistic, kind of like, you know. Yeah. It could get deep with the whole nature and having sex with multiple people and things like that. But when in my research, when it comes to promiscuity, I don't, I have not, and I would, I would challenge anybody to contest me on this. Please send me links of where promiscuity gives you positive things, um, because when we talk about polyamory, it sounds a lot like promiscuity. And I even wrote in here, I said, "Is promiscuity like the dating phase to polyamory? Because <laughs> that's what it seems like." Um, you can get to that I, point. To me, when it's when it comes to promiscuity, it's linked more to depression and anxiety and all these things, um, than it is to finding purpose and right. being a lot, you know, being happy and all of those things. It seems to be like a byproduct of negative things that happened to you in your past and all of those things. And you know uh, that's another reason why I love how a lot of uh, all of our topics like revert back to why I even wanted to do the show because I think sometimes uh, we as people, we uh, it's kind of along the topic of trauma bonds where it's like I'm okay with this because it's me. It doesn't have anything to do with whether it's right or wrong, but because it's me and I'm happy with me, I'm I'm okay with it. So if I'm a woman that likes to sleep around, instead of telling myself, like, if I – instead of telling myself I can get – better results with not sleeping around i'm going to tell myself i'm just going to be happy with who i am and i'm just not an advocate for that anymore because i used yeah, to be that dangerous. type of person not when it come to promiscuity but i was that type of person where it was like like i, I was that woman like you're just gonna to have to handle that i'm i'm a little crazy are you gonna have to handle that i i talk you know the way i talk you know i feel like i have like a bad mouth especially with men oh my gosh and um I was one of those people It's like, well, I got to just date a certain type of man. No, you just need to become a certain type of woman, right? Right. Um. So, yeah, I just think <clears throat> when it comes to promiscuity, we don't have to look at it like, you know, it's our nature. Duh, duh, duh. Sometimes we can just unlearn. It's okay, like, to unlearn. Like, yeah, that's, that's not getting me the results I want.
0: The most dangerous thing you can say is I am who I am and I ain't hey. changing for nobody.
1: Yes, it really
0: is. Because my thing is this, and I don't care how old you are. You can right. be in your 80s and 67, say
1: 67, please change.
0: No, like, you, the rest s- of your you life. suck as a person. Like, you, there are things you need to change about you. Right. And I don't have to put up with it. Right. Like, especially if you want to be with me. Right. I'm not putting up with that.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not going, to that thing you do, no, nah, <laughs> that ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. And not if you're going to be in this, no, mm-mm sure. Especially long term. No, Mm -mm. I don't have to put up with it. Well, then you ain't got to be here. Bye.
1: Peace out. Because at the end of the day, what is it going to do for me? You know what I'm saying? If you ain't growing, it ain't going to work. Because it's like
0: you hate where you are, but you are who you are.
1: That would be the thing. Oh, I wish I had Oh, I wish I had this. I wish I
0: had this. Then you need to be somebody else. You You need to to be be somebody
1: else. Oh my gosh. Like it's very one plus one equals two. It oh my
0: god! <laughs> it we we make it sound complicated, but, but it's, it's really, really not. not. It's like, really not.
1: It's really not. Like
0: look at your life, your life, where you are, who you are around, is a direct reflection of who you are. Right. And it's none of that is going to change unless you do.
1: Yeah. And if you were six and a half like me, you need to be focused on how to get to 10, baby.
0: Even if you were eight and when you get to ten, go for eleven.
1: Go for eleven. Cause we not about to do this. No. I'm sleeping around. Sorry, no, I'm sleeping. Oh, you so <laughs> Because listen, man, we in a time where there's is nothing wrong with it. And I'm just gonna stay here and say it is. I'm just in my opinion, send me the stuff that says there's nothing wrong with promiscuity scientifically. I want the scientific, I want a doctor. I want somebody who has studied sex and the things that happen to sex. Send me that stuff. I want to talk about promiscuity being positive because I, I, I highly doubt y'all going to find it. But let's transition to just infidelity, which it ain't much, right? It's just infidelity, you know, cheating. Um, There's so many opinions about it. And I just, it's hard for me to even come up with, like, the why of cheating. But I think that's the whole point, right? Because it's so hard to say mm-hmm. why people cheat. That's a conversation, like, you know, and I think it surrounds all of the stuff that we're talking about. You know, why monogamy is just being left. Let me see if I left some out of monogamy because I think I kind of yeah, I think we kind of talked about. Uh, but yes, yeah, like why monogamy is a natural and why polyamory is more natural and blah 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 blah. Uh, I think it kind of came from this idea that monogamy didn't work, so let's try this. And I think that brings the question: monogamy didn't work because I wanted other people. So why do you think that? Why do you think that? Because I asked this question while I was in Charlotte. Oh, he said some off-the-wall stuff though. So he probably wasn't a good person to ask. But he said something like this. And it maybe it kind of goes to like the double life thing um, that you were talking about. But I asked someone like, why, what is so hard for men? Why is it, why do you think it's hard for men to be monogamous? And he said, he said that he looks at women in, in different ways, right? He has women that he want to cuff. Wife, I want you home. I want you here. Uh, you know, I do want to have sex with you. I'm manly in love with you. you. Everything. I want you to raise my kids. I want you to have my kids. Then you got those women that's like freaky. Just the freak game is just on point. And the things that he does, he wants to do with those freaky women, he doesn't want to do with his wife. Right? So I guess that was his reason of why he wants it. to cheat because he can't ever have two can't coexist. Wait a he can't have this freaky, freaky woman. He don't want to cuff her, but he wants to have sex with her. So that's his reason for cheating. How do you feel? About, I thought I thought that was a good answer. Even though it's like, why can't you just be the freak that you want to cuff? Why can't she be? Man, what's a what's woman in a freak? She... What's the what's the word? Women in the woman streets.
0: Women in the streets and the, freak freak in the streets. sheets. Like
1: what? Yeah. What? Is those women not exist anymore?
0: Um. Here's.
1: Why do men cheat, Dave? You have friends that
0: cheat. That ain't nobody's business. <laughs> I protect my friends. You ain't about to get me in trouble. <laughs>
1: okay, loyalty. Like, what? That ain't loyalty, nobody's but. business. But okay, you have people. You have people that you know. That you might not be friends with. Uh, I ain't trying to outnumber. I mean, of course.
0: Um, but I believe
1: You said of course. Like oh, so it's normal. It's normal.
0: I depend I mean, people do it all the time, so, so. that don't make it right. No, for sure. But I think men cheat because There's something inside of you that you are not getting from the woman you are with.
1: Could it be the freak thing?
0: It could be the freak thing. But here's the thing, though.
1: I don't know why that's so
0: funny. (laughs) Here's the thing, (laughs)
1: though. Oh, God. I'm sorry. The
0: same way divorce starts way before you sign the papers, so does cheating. I think it starts in your head.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a choice. I promise it's you a it's choice. a
1: choice. It's for sure. 100%.
0: So, for me, to me, I think men cheat because there's something you are not getting.
1: Could it be greed Maybe as well?
0: It, and also it could be greed. And
1: Well, I guess that is greed in a way. Like, I don't have this, but I have to have it. But do you really? I think that's a little greed. Like, Maybe, having it done something but, sweet after you that, eat. It's like, you don't need right, it. Right, you don't <laughs> need it. But but I do want that sweet potato pasta. So
0: and, and the thing is, you have to be okay. <clears throat> you have to be okay with who your partner is. I think men cheat because they're not okay with who they're with because you married this this woman. Yeah. Before you got all the facts. Yeah. You made a choice. You made a commitment. Yeah. And so now you don't there's a part of her and that's the craziest thing to me. You like all this other stuff about her but this one, this one thing, thing
1: is like you ain't, you ain't the freak don't freak
0: like I do. And and the thing is you're not going to meet a woman who's going to do everything you want to do.
1: You gotta yeah, give and take. You gotta know what your deal breakers are. And
0: that's the thing. I believe a lot of men don't want to sacrifice. They don't because we've been taught as go get what you want, you get. And it's like, yeah, but women are delicate humans. Yeah. You have to. And the thing is, have you even communicated with her if, if if she would even try?
1: Right. Oh, I just know she ain't going to try. Do you know? Or know
0: are you just afraid to ask? And so, I don't know. Yeah, that's why I tell for, people
1: straight up at the beginning. There, there are two yeah, things and, that I would thing thing never do. Sexually. You
0: have to be open about that. Now, here's the thing. I think if you are going to cheat, you need to have a conversation with whoever your significant other is, where you are in this relationship. Like, I want this and I'm not getting this. Right. And it's making, and I I desire this and I'm not getting this from you. Right. Now, if you communicate that and they still like, well, I can't do that. You have a decision to make.
1: Right. But so- you
0: also need to be self-aware enough to think about, like, why do you want this so much? Mm-hmm. Why do you want to try this so much? What is it about? What is it about her swinging from a, the ceiling? Like, I don't. People just what? like spontaneous, is crazy, and diss. and that's the thing. And and I'm completely okay with that. But if if your partner does not want to do that, right? You can't right. you can't it's, force it's them to do like it. So.
1: Dang, it's kind of like a the dangerous situation. So if I break a leg. But like, how is our insurance? Right. What's the premium on that? But
0: I mean, there, then, there I are some still women. Work. There are some women who don't give head, and it's just like, well, if you with her, either you going if that's really important to you, yeah. you got to tell her that. And if she's not willing to budge, you either got to be okay with that or talk to her and be like, look, I really like this, and I. The fact that I'm not getting it is making me desire it even more. Have the conversation.
1: You say you think men cheat because they're not getting everything that they want out of the woman. And I 100% agree with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. What's your (laughs) follow-up question? It's almost the obvious obvious answer. Um, But do you think there are men that cheat when they are getting everything they want?
0: I haven't seen it but I'm sure there are more than I'm trying to
1: think if I have seen it
0: because I will say there are some men who are greedy. There are people who are greedy.
1: Or they just lack self-control, right? That too. You have there is a like <laughs> it 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 really makes me so mad that other women exist. Sometimes <laughs> like, Wow. <laughs> it pisses me off because I understand it. Like women are beautiful and smart and you know what I'm saying? It's just like sometimes you might connect with someone and something just happens. It's right. not because you wanted to be a cheater or, you know, maybe you are getting everything. You're getting everything you want. Like you want your wife, you're not leaving her. You're not leaving. That's not in the question. Even if she messed up, you you good. Like she has proven to you that y'all are gonna be together forever. But then you've got this other girl who maybe you work with her, or maybe you, who knows? Somehow you spent time with her and you just are connected to her and it turns into a sexual connection. Um, right. I think in instances like that- That's true. Man might jake But here's my thing on that, because you know, and I think I probably said this before, people have to understand you can't call yourself loyal until you have avoided any and all possibilities of cheating. Right? I don't believe in I'm loyal, but I'm just going to go out there and test myself. I'm going to go out there and I know it's about to be half booty naked women everywhere. I'm going to go to Miami. All these beautiful women, they say, say don't ever take your man to Miami. Like, so what makes you think, I don't think black people you should go, can to Florida go to in Miami, Miami and you don't really know that you like, how do you even know if you have self control? Like why even test your self control? That's how I look at it. If I call myself loyal, if I'm attracted to you and I work with you, I can't work with you anymore. That's how I look at it. We can't work together anymore. There has to be some and if we do have to work together, there have to be some serious boundaries, some serious boundaries that I would have to take serious. But I will go that far because I believe in marriage so much and I believe in it to the point where that's a part of my purpose. If I'm out here talking about my purpose and who I'm supposed to be, that's not exclusive to marriage. That's not exclusive to me being a wife. So if I'm out here taking my job seriously, I'm taking my wife duties seriously as well. Meaning, things that come in between that, me being a good wife, I need to get rid of. And I think a lot of people don't do that. They will test themselves. They'll be out here in the streets thinking that they can be this self-controlled person, but we're not perfect, we're flawed human beings.
0: And, And also, there are people who are like, you go out with the guys, it's a bunch of women, and there are moments where you like, mm, mm. I'm feeling something. It is in that moment where you have a choice to make.
1: Uh, for sure.
0: Like, I can stay here.
1: <laughs> and see where this goes.
0: <laughs> or I can go back to the hotel.
1: <laughs> and hope she doesn't follow me here.
0: No, ain't no hope you're not following Please me. Please don't follow period. me here. Now you're a stalker. Uh, no. um, a
1: stalker that you might have sex with. But stop the cap.
0: My my thing is, you have a choice to make at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, of course. It's all a choice. I just think choices, why, why, you choices are but unavoidable, and, and, but there and, are some times where they are avoidable. Yeah. And um, why not take your loyalty that far where you don't even? Because I remember I was talking to this guy and I was like, I, I think it was around the same topic, and I'm like, "You just might, you know, fall for it." He was just like, "I'm not even going. I'm not even going like be, because I'm like, you could be talking to a bartender. You may really like this bar. I've, I have guys have conversations with me all the time. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that you were like this. And then they just start liking you, and it's like, bump your brakes, but they're still just your bartender now. Come on. <laughs> but you know, these things happen, right? Right. Um, and so I think that's what he said. He was just like, if I was that type of – if I was in a relationship, I wouldn't even be in a bartender's face to even know that I like her, right? Um, and I, th- I I, had to commend that because a lot of us, we, ju- we, we, we trust ourselves too much. You know what I'm saying? Because we are loyal. But maybe you're loyal because you ain't been out here yet. You don't know if you're loyal yet. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you don't have to know either bar to be a lawyer, which kind of just avoiding the possibility, you know, don't jump into a pool of naked women and hope that she don't rub her titty on you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just don't <laughs> let her rub your titty, her titty on you. It's just not that difficult, you know? So I guess that's my answer as far as mm, like Jesus. why men cheat. I think that's one of the reasons. I think one of the reasons men cheat because they don't have the boundaries to, keep the, to avoid the possibilities, you know? Yeah. Um. I think men trust themselves a little too much. There's too many beautiful women, booties everywhere, titties everywhere. It's summertime. Women cheat it's too. breakup season. Oh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's too many of us. We too cute.
0: It, <laughs> we too cute. We too
1: cute. Oh, and we. it's like, you gonna cheat. You might cheat. Like, don't even allow that possibility. Like, don't. And I feel like, like you said, you just said, you said it early. If I poke you, you'll be ready to go. But you're going to go out here with this beautiful woman who might poke you. Come on, bro. Don't let her poke who you, please. Who might poke you. That
0: <laughs> sounds weird. <laughs> that's a little weird. I didn't even think about it. Mm, I don't think that's the right termination we should use for that. <laughs> yeah.
1: If she pokes you, you cool. <laughs> I think you don't have to worry about me if cheating. If she's
0: poking you, uh... Um. Uh, okay. I'm probably
1: not gonna cheat in that sense. No, hey, you
0: know what I meant. No, that's not.
1: So yes, I think you know, <laughs> no, and this is not saying here. that men are bad. You know, men who cheat are bad. Da, 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 da. It's just like why you know that so we have greedy, and then we have just making decisions that may not be the smartest. That's what I'm. This is what I'm gonna say. I think we cheat because our decision making is not, ne- some of our decision making isn't really necessary. It seems it would be more necessary to not do some of the things that we do or engage in. Um, and I think that would help with this cheating epidemic that we're in. Um, and there are people that believe, you know, that men, you know, they cheat for different reasons. Um, but I don't know. Do women cheat for a different reason than a man? Can a women cheat because she's greedy? Do we see that, or is it more so? Cause like the first thing you said is what I was gonna say about women. But I think men probably. And when I sit back and think, like when I was cheated on, um, that was the reason. That was one hundred percent the reason. He wasn't getting everything he needed to get from me. Um, but I was gonna say that about women. I feel like. Women will cheat in that same regard too. You know, where they're not getting what they want, everything that they want from you. Um, and maybe they find it in others. And I don't think it's necessarily, and it, I could be wrong on that, it's 2023, who knows? But I feel like with men, it's more so like a sexual thing. When it's like I'm not, I'm not getting sex, or I'm not getting sex enough, or I'm not getting the type of sex. But I don't think women cheat because of a sexual deficit in their relationship. Mm.
0: But I, would, I don't know. I would, I would disagree. But Maybe. like, if if a dude ain't, like, if you never climax, it's just like he ain't doing the thing. Yeah. You could, but, possibly but she could. The only reason
1: why I say that is because of why? Okay, so I cheat. Hoping to climax with you. That don't mean that I'm gonna climax with you just cause I cheat and do something with somebody else.
0: That's true too. But like I mean, it's like I said, it before the act happens, yeah. it it you are. You're ready. like hoping to.
1: But then it's like now you're being because then you're gonna have to do that again to, you might as well just talk to your it partner. All plays a factor. <laughs> you At might as cause like how you want to be out here trying to find a climax. Let's be clear here about climaxes. Okay, when it comes to women, they're hard. At, you're not going to have it every every time you have it. Now, you might. You might. But it's, you really got to know your body to climax. So this is research I've done. I don't know how natural it is for women or not. But the research I have done, women having an orgasm is very difficult. It is not the same as a man having an orgasm. It's different. So running out here trying to find a man that's going to give you an orgasm, sweetie you might as well work with that one person that know you and build with that because the likelihood of a man giving you an orgasm the first time y'all have sex right unless you know your body you telling him what to do but doubtful i think doubtful
0: I, i've told you this before when we had dinner that one day i think it's more mental and physical for women. Actually, it's no different than men and women to me. Mm-hmm. However, I think, though, for women, more than men, it is more mental.
1: For women, yeah. Like, yeah. The if orgasm she meets a man. Or are you just talking about cheating? I mean, cheating. in the whole process. Oh, uh, okay.
0: So if, if she does cheat, she met a man who captured her mentally first. Mm-hmm. Maybe even she found him attractive, all yeah. that stuff. Through that one interaction, though, mentally, you know, if you got a woman, everything else more than likely is going to happen. Yeah. So through that whole process, I mean, the more you spend time with that guy, the more likely you are. It's like like you said before with the men, no boundaries. It's no like
1: boundaries, right. You so you think women, she, and uh, when I'm now that I'm sent back listening to myself and you, I feel like. The two reasons we gave is kind of for both men and women. Mm-hmm. Like the lack of boundaries, you know, the mental thing. Cause it could be mental for men too. Who's to say? Like, you know what I mean? Like I like, like I said, it's a lot of it's a lot of potential out here. Like we we'd like to say that it's not, but it is. It's a lot of smart, beautiful women. We may think that we got it, it'd be another woman walking in the room like, Woo, Lord, and and she got money, and she got, and, and Like you know what I'm saying? It's always somebody better doing better than you, and you know what I'm saying. And it, and they might have a good conversation. They might be able to tap into things that you can't tap into with your husband and stuff like that. So I don't know, man. Just thinking about that stuff just make me not even want to get married. Cause listen, I'm listen. I have a, I have a possessive jealous problem that I'm working on. But yes. Oh my god. Yeah, I ain't you that.
0: Maybe. I didn't
1: tell you I was super jealous. Oh, yes. If if you smile at another woman, I'm like, all right, Jazzy. Calm down. Calm down. Chill out. Yeah, I know it's an issue. Um, Yeah, I know it's an issue. I would never I would never. And that's the thing. Like, I've had this issue forever. And I I always told me and like I was like, I do have a jealous problem, but you will never deal with it. Like, it's always something I deal with with myself, which sucks still. Like I'd rather just not deal with it with myself either, so I'm still gonna work on it because I don't want to look in the mirror and be like, Jesse, shut up! It's not being jealous all the time. It ain't even me like saying I'm gonna bring the problem to my husband or my boyfriend because I don't think I, I have. I feel I, I know that that's an issue that's within me. That's nothing to do with. I know you're gonna have female friends. I whether you not. I'd rather a female never exist in your life, but I know that that's impossible. So yeah, Um, yeah. So yeah, um, I don't know. I, I, I guess when it comes to why women cheat, I, I feel like it's kind of the same. Like I said, I do feel like it could be a mental and a physical thing. I don't know if there's a difference now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, why men right. cheat, why women cheat. I kind of think it's the same for real. Um, I already asked, does monogamy did I already ask, does monogamy feel unnatural to you? I think you said no. Does monogamy feel unna- unnatural to you? I think you said no. No. Right. I don't think so either. I've never been the type of person, like, I, like if I start dating someone and say I don't answer the phone, he'll be like, uh, what were you doing? This, this dude. You know, dudes always play like that. And I always tell dudes, I say, listen, I am so many things, but unloyal is not one of them. You'll probably catch me doing other, so many things that's wrong. You'll probably be ready to cuss me out over some stuff that's wrong that you're ready to break up with me over and all of that. But it will never be another man. So, monogamy does not feel unnatural to me at all. I feel like it's the opposite. It's 100% natural for me. Um, I just have this random question. (laughs) See, See, I have an issue. What goes in a married man's head when he sees other attractive women? What do y'all be thinking about? So, you just see her, and you just be like, she's cute, and that's it, and you just go move on. She's attractive. Cool. All right. Have a good day. Do you feel like it's weird to be like, all right, so, it's me and you. We in a relationship. (laughs) A beautiful woman walk by. You think it's weird for a man to say, damn. He's beautiful. In front of his wife? Yes. Okay. That's good to know. Because I think so, too. I think that's weird. How do you feel about men who just feels Unless, the need to always you, talk about how beautiful a woman you, is? Let me tell you. Even if you in a relationship.
0: Let me tell you what's... What throw me off, though, is if... You were like... Like, dang, she fine, ain't she? And I'm like, do I answer this question? Or, <laughs> right, it's a trap. Mm. <laughs> don't gonna, do it <laughs> just change the subject i do it all the time like go you ahead. hungry you want to go, go get something to eat? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> see and that'll make me mad like why you can't say it you want to be with her do you want to be with her or not
0: be crazy. call a therapist i know right immediately i need
1: a therapist i do um I already we already talked about this how do you feel about trusting yourself in risky situations did you respond to that how do you feel about trusting yourself in risky situations trusting
0: myself um I'm pretty good at self control, but also I don't be I don't really go out like that. So and I got too much to do. So Yeah. I really wouldn't be in a situation to where it's like. Hmm.
1: All right. So you shoot in a movie. You're very, mm-hmm. very attracted to your co your co star. Is that the terminology? hmm And you're married. hmm So that will be a scenario. Do you trust yourself? And when I say risky situation, I don't mean like you out in the club. I'm talking about risky situations, meaning like this is a someone that you working with in whatever project you're working with, you're connected to this person in some way, which that would make it a risky situation. It ain't risky if you ain't connected, if you ain't got no attraction, if you, okay, you cute, but I mean, it's a lot of stuff that I don't like about you that I don't right. really care about. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't be concerned about cheating, but if it's a risky situation, that means oh, I might, if it weren't for my wife, I probably would date you. How do you feel about being in a situation like that?
0: Like if so, your question is if I was in a movie,
1: if you was in a movie, you was co-starring, you you, you your co-star person say so you in a romantic relationship, you're playing a role, of being in a romantic relationship with mm-hmm. this person, um, but. Outside of it, you guys have conversations. You spend time with each other. You know, I have I see people behind the scenes all the time in the acting world where they become best friends. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, you become really close. Um, you know, just think about how me and, how close me and you have gotten just through this podcast. Right. You know what I'm saying? So just, I can only imagine I'm co-starring with someone that probably is going to become, like, my best friend. But, you know, they say marry your best friend. You already got a best friend that you married, though. So that's where it becomes a risky right. situation.
0: Um, boundaries. At the end of the day,
1: serious boundaries. So kind of like boundaries. what I was talking about earlier. It's like, but how do you feel about it? Are you comfortable with yourself to yeah be attracted and connected to another woman, and and not cross the line?
0: Because I mean, I, I think too much. I'm not thinking like the before, the after. Okay, is what yeah, also what I'm thinking about. Yeah, so it's like. I can't. I can't deal with that. Oh, that's so
1: cute. I can't. <laughs> that is
0: Go through life acting like I'm ignoring it when I know it's eating me up. So it's like, why even put myself through that? So it's like, if we do hang out, it's because the rest of the cast and the crew is all there. Yeah. We ain't going somewhere by ourselves. Yeah. None of that. I know that's right. Um. Okay. And so yeah.
1: You know. Yeah, I I would say the same thing. I'm trying to think like, how do I feel about it? For me, it's like I, I'm just gonna be 100% transparent. I am a sucker for connections, and I don't feel like I connect with just anyone. I don't just connect with any like just anybody. Same. So if I connect with you, that'd be hard. Like as far as how I feel, it feel I'd feel uncomfortable. I really feel like I'd feel uncomfortable. Like if I was married and I'm working with someone that I am attracted to and that I am not just attracted to, but I am connected to, I'd be uncomfortable 100 percent. Because I am such a connection junkie. That yeah. is my love language 100 so percent. If, if I there, connect with you
0: If there was a disconnection in like your marriage and you <laughs> connected with this person I
1: know And that have women cheat? I think that's the answer. But am I saying, would I cheat? No, I'm I, I don't I don't believe that I would. I've never been in that situation. I don't feel like cuz I, I am the type of person where I, I don't de- I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? So if I I, I don't think I will become and I'm not going to say I don't in my world, in my mind, I don't feel that I would connect with someone else. If I was uh, cuz I wouldn't allow myself to connect to someone else just like you said it starts in your head and then it kind of trickles down to conversations and the conversations leads to this and the conversation leads to that you know there are ways to stop a conversation from going here and going there and i feel like i'd be more that type of person where i'd avoid the connection rather than see what happens after the connection cuz i just being transparent i don't know
0: but and that's but that's kind of hard too cuz if you're if you are an entrepreneur, you gotta connect with people. Yeah. And so it's like it's like
1: Well, there's different types of connections.
0: But you never know though. That's the thing.
1: Yeah. You just <laughs> never Day like is a lot. this is a
0: business meeting. <laughs> this but is
1: why this is hard. This is why I wanted to talk about it because it's so much that goes into it. And it's just like that's why I'm a a I'm a I'm a big advocate for avoiding avoiding things. But even like you said, like, you don't know where it's gonna go. That's true. But I think
0: but you also don't have Having to it in it. your
1: mind. Right. And knowing like, OK, I like you so far, but this is the most I want to like you. So any other conversations I don't really want to have, I don't really want to engage in like that. You know, like maybe we only talk about these types of things or only talk, talk about these types of things when it comes to like real interpersonal conversations. Maybe we don't really have to have those like that. When, especially in a professional setting, like I've I've met men who are attractive, in the real estate world, but I only talked about real estate. Like, bro, I'm not here for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have to connect on that way. You know, a lot of people want to. We we advocate building rapport, especially in the real estate world. That's all they talk about: building rapport, building rapport. Me, I feel like building rapport is doing what you're gonna say. Say what you mean and mean what you say, type of thing. Like, if I tell you I'm gonna sell s- this house, I'm gonna sell this house. That's building right. rapport. It doesn't have to always be, let's be best friends. That's not, I don't, it doesn't have to be that. That is true. So, so my last question is do you think it's possible? <laughs> I don't know why I wanna end on this note. Do you feel, I feel like I'm advocating for cheating a little bit. You think it's possible for finding the one, like, you feel like you can find the one from cheating? Like, dang, I've married the wrong person. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. That's crazy, ain't it? Mm-hmm. That's nuts. You said you can't, you think you can't, that's, you can do that?
0: Because it, it has nothing to do with cheating after that.
1: But it kind of does. No, no, no. Because there's emotional cheating too, right? There's all these different types of cheating. We didn't even get into that. That's another episode too.
0: <laughs> there's, yes, you cheated. You mm-hmm. was wrong. <laughs> However.
1: I am done with you with that facial expression. <laughs> However, Let's not cheating.
0: after you had sex with this person, there was something after that. Yeah. So, and whatever you had over here, if there is something here, this is probably done. Yeah. You just haven't.
1: That sucks. Though. Had to oh, God.
0: And they don't work that way for everybody. I'm just saying, like, yeah. it, that's just one scenario where it's just like you got to a place where it was just like.
1: No. Yeah, and no. I guess it goes back to like, cause a lot of people say, people marry their second choice. A lot of people marry their second choice, and a lot. Of that's, I guess that's why a lot of people don't want to get married, cause they don't know. Like, do I know that you really love me unconditionally? Like, do I know that we are really meant to be together forever? Like, do I really know that? Do I really feel like that? Because that's scary, bro. Yeah. That's extremely scary. But I'm all listen. <laughs> Yeah. This sounds terrible, but if this was a movie, I remember they had said that on a podcast. It was about um, we it was about what the heck I forget what the, what the celebrity was, but he was in, he was married for like thirty plus years to somebody, and then he divorced and married his best friend, the person that he was.
0: Yes, with. the actor. Who, who was the actor? Oh my was God, it Idris
1: Elba or no? no uh, it wasn't it Elba? Who? Uh, the, uh, it think.
0: was the dude. He was in the Medea joint. Uh, he was in Big Happy Family. He played the terrible husband. Um, He's been in a lot of stuff, but I know exactly who you're talking about. But what's crazy is, though, what's crazy is not that they got together. What's crazy to me is the response of his best friend.
1: What was the response?
0: It's about time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Like, I know. You know, it was what? crazy on the podcast, it was girls like, That's messed up. Thirty years, you wasted thirty years. And another girl was like, Listen, if this was a movie, y'all be advocating for that man. Oh, he yeah. found his letter. And I'm like, you know what? Because
0: you only true. going you only going true. you only going based off of the little information you know. You don't know what they went through them 30 years. Yeah. And I'm more than sure. But I just I'm, I'm, in the beginning, they were absolutely in love. And over time.
1: That is so scary. Stuff, just Dave, I think we're scaring people away from marriage.
0: No, because <laughs> I hope not. I really been, hope nobody
1: is scared of marriage because of this stuff. Because that is scary. I'm not. Me thinking about this right now is like. You
0: never Jesus. go into anything being afraid of it. Never.
1: I think that's why there's not so many married people out there.
0: Right. Because you. But exactly. They're afraid of it.
1: <laughs> I'm but afraid of it. That a little fear bit.
0: is. You're telling me. You're afraid of what the end is. And it's like, well, we all dying, So
1: that's the end. That's the real end. That's the real end. (laughs)
0: However, when it comes to a marriage, that's the beauty of not knowing. We're going into this like, hey, we locked in.
1: Right. And that's what you did.
0: What we don't know is what life is going to bring. And I know people (laughs) like to say divorce is not an option. Divorce is a, is not an option until it is.
1: This makes me a little sad.
0: I'm sure it does, but it's it's a it's a a hard truth though.
1: It is a hard truth
0: because you will get to that place on multiple occasions. Mm. Mm. It's like, is this really worth it? You are going to question, yeah. and it's the the reason why I think though it's sad is because we have put a lot of the the beauty of marriage. To the world, nobody talks about the hard stuff. Nobody talks about truth. Nobody talks about the ugly side of marriage. We only talk about the cute, beautiful stuff—the
1: weddings—and
0: that's only one day. One day.
1: I don't even
0: want that honestly. honestly. Your marriage ain't even started that day. It didn't. You just said "I do." Mm-hmm. Marriage, I guess that's the thing. But marriage really starts when you wake up and you be like, "Why did I marry you?" Right. Why did you gotta I marry? Figure
1: you? it out. Like, All right. Yeah. Okay
0: like f- what well, for what
1: and i think that's the i think that's the importance of marrying your best friend right because i feel like there's never a dull moment with your best friend like
0: there will be though
1: there will be there will be but However, even the, so my the example foundation is,
0: of that though is when the marriage ain't working the friendship is here and we yeah. can always get back to the marriage. so it
1: makes me think of that song lyric she said it's amazing how we how we, I don't know if she would use the word connect, even when we fight. So I think like even even my friends right now, there's dog moments, but even in those dog moments, we're still connecting as best friends. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like that's why you marry your best friend because it's like when you're best friends, you are best friends forever, it, it's not changing. Even if we have dull moments, if we have disagreements, if we have times where we don't talk, we best friends, period. And you feel that. It's not just a thing that you just say. You actually feel it. You feel it in the arguments. Mm -hmm. You feel it while the dull moment is happening. You know, sometimes I feel like that's kind of how you know. You've got the one. is when you hate that person so much, but you love them even more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even when it, they they done did you wrong, they done let you down, but you like.
0: I'm mad you found another. I th- did, ah! I did. I. Yeah. I just appreciate you.
1: And I guess that's the. I guess that's the. That's the scariest part of cheating for me. Like I can handle you cheating, but if you say you leaving me for her, okay. So, yes, that's my that's – I'm thinking we need to end on that note because I'm getting yeah. scared of, uh, to live life now. No. <laughs> I don't want to be cheated on and left. So you got to go to your best don't, friend? Don't what was it about don't me? Don't be
0: afraid. Don't be afraid.
1: Oh, it's part of the journey.
0: It is. So, real quick, this segment is called Did That Really Happen? Great conversation, by the way.
1: Yeah, great conversation.
0: Great. Um. Real quick, because, you know, we, we're we talking about sex and all this other stuff. Al Pacino, who was 82, and Robert De Niro, who's in his 80s, are now new fathers to two little baby girls. What, how old are they? 82. Oh,
1: jeez. Right.
0: And I think Al Pacino's. Baby mama is like 29. He ain't even going to see this baby take her first steps. Like, (laughs) like what?
1: First of all, don't do that because he might be vegan or something. He might be living for a long time. He might live. (laughs) (laughs) For two more years.
0: (laughs) But graduation ain't happening. Mm -mm. Mm-mm.
1: He going to live for two more (laughs) (laughs)
0: years. (laughs) Mm-mm. I hope oh he put that God. baby in the wheel or leave that baby a little something. And they better do it quick.
1: Oh my God. I am,
0: listen to me. I'm not trying to be <laughs> in my 80s having no kids. What? Yeah. I would love to still be having the sex. Dude,
1: people be talking about people with 40 having kids. Like, you're going to be well, 60 when
0: they are grown. 82? No. I want to be naked outside in the backyard. At
1: the new beach like this? No, no
0: new beach. No, no.
1: no. I heard it's only old people at new beaches, though. I, that's why brrr, I said that. No. <laughs> but if you old, they old, they ain't looking at each other. They yes, look- they are. You about, think what, about what
0: they could do if they was younger. At an
1: old, a old droopy I, titty. I don't care. Dang, yeah that's why me and y'all can't be trusted. Because y'all even like old droopy titties. And
0: no. <laughs> like that, that that uh, Sports Illustrated cover of Martha Stewart.
1: I didn't see it.
0: One one titty was drooping <laughs> longer than the other. I said, Martha, if you don't put them things, them sandbags up, <laughs> like what are you doing?
1: She trying to be out here in the streets. I heard she was trying to be out here in the streets for real. She, no. only, she probably had her married life.
0: And I'm, I hope she lives her best life. I <laughs> really do. With the droop do. titty,
1: girl. Love yourself. <laughs> love but
0: yourself. man, when I say it looked it looked like um. one, one eye was drooping and the other was still a <laughs> like little intact. Was <laughs> it was a Stop. little intact.
1: I do not like that. Listen,
0: when I get old, I just want to enjoy life and be old. Like, I do. I don't want to do nothing. I just want to be with my wife, be naked in my backyard, being left alone, and enjoying my grandchildren, not while I'm naked, Fully clothed, so
1: absolutely it's not weird on the new beach looking at other wrinkles. I window. am not mm. ever see
0: you will never see me at a new <laughs> beach. I'm never. taking you to a new beach day
1: <laughs> we are still friends at 80. That is what I'm gonna do for your 80th you birthday. Never, I
0: promise you, you're not gonna even probably ain't gonna even get me out the house at 80.
1: <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> I'll find a way. It's gonna be something to get you out. I promise
0: house. you. When I'm 80, I am in a, in my <laughs> house on another in another country. Who knows? You fly. might live
1: on the beach at 80. Come on now. You I take you outside to no, your backyard. No, I don't. I don't got want a new no beach in your backyard. backyard. What kind
0: of That <laughs> is disgusting, and I will be looking at everybody like all of you need no, help. No judgmental. <laughs> all of you need serious psychological help.
1: Well, you know they say nude is natural and all of that. So it's it's tasteful. There's a difference. At eighty
0: it ain't natural no more. <laughs> natural done left.
1: Hey, I hope I don't look like droopy and crazy at 80. I want to look good still. You think so? I do
0: too. <laughs> you think it can happen? Better get it together now.
1: I'm trying. That's the whole point. Me too. In the gym.
0: No sugar. I don't know about eating no right breakup. I'll be in that gym. No sugar this morning, no snacks. None of that.
1: Yeah, I'm eating all the snacks. In the
0: gym, that. all the things. So Cool. Yeah. Thank y'all for joining this episode of Nah, but for real. We'll see you next time. Nah, for real. Tell me how I feel. We on that fire? Tell me what's the deal? Nah, for real. Tell me how I feel. We on that fire?